Welcome to Main Unstream. Real people, real experience and unfiltered intercourse, free from hype and hidden agendas, with your host Paul Lunker. Welcome to another episode of Main Unstream, episode 32. We are going to look at this whole Afghanistan withdrawal thing and what happens next. Now, I'm not going to go into all of those things that just about everybody else has already covered, such as Biden's complete lack of leadership, Kamala Harris, and of course, Biden's has gone into his bunker again somewhere, uh, his basement, Kamala Harris um, uh, remaining very silent all of a sudden a few days after her praising of the Biden administration or Joe Biden's decision on, on Afghanistan and, and all of the stuff that goes around that. Now, that said, if this is your first time here, I'd be grateful if uh, at the end of this, at the very least, if you have enjoyed the sort of content that we're producing, then if you'd like to click the subscribe button uh, and or the notification bell, so you know that when we publish the next episode first off. And if you're on the website, well, that functionality is coming soon, but you can view this on uh, BitChute, Rumble, uh, Odyssey, and of course the website, and you'll be able to find it on Facebook and on the groups. YouTube, I can't in all good faith recommend because I can't tell you if this episode is going to stay there. We've been censored so often. Right. Afghanistan. What I want to talk about there is, um, you know, nothing. If people, people say to me, Paul, you know, you're starting to sound like you have a very cynical view of life and, and the world. And I don't have a cynical view of life at all. I am, however, very cautious of people in power. You know, that saying of, um, uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely is very true. And we're seeing that all around the world these days. So what I've come to realize over my 54 years on this planet is that nothing in politics is accidental. Sure, you know, I, and I'm not giving, by the way, I'm not giving politicians uh, great credit that they are the most intelligent people in the world. Quite frankly, they're not. They're, you know, they're, they're bankers and marketers and God knows what else. And some of them are career politicians who are trying to build up some sort of generational thing within their families. Um, but they're not the smartest cookies in the in the tin. Some some are, some aren't. And nonetheless, I say that nothing in politics is accidental. And that is because the politicians, especially ones at the top, are not the ones directing the game. They're not the ones determining you know the strategies are being played. They're simply executing. They're in the full. They're in the the fulfillment um, area of 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 how the world works. And if you look at the uh, Afghanistan, I'm just going to get back to my notes because a couple of really important things I want to raise here. You know, Afghanistan started you know in the hunt for Osama bin Laden as the supposed mastermind behind 9/11. Whether he was or wasn't, that's not a topic for this. Uh, we can do other ones, but there have been enough ones out there. And if you really believe that 9-11 wasn't an inside job, then, um, yeah, I'll just leave that there. In any case, 19 years ago, everybody should have got the hell out of Afghanistan. They didn't find him there. They eventually killed him, allegedly killed him in Pakistan. And when that happened, at the very latest, they should have got out of Afghanistan. And I'm not saying, you know, that it's uh, the, the the Taliban are great or anything. They're absolutely, I, I find their practices specifically and especially with regard to women, physically, mentally, sexually, everything Lee, I find them quite disgusting and repulsive. But, um, uh, you know, the whole pretense for going into Afghanistan was Osama bin Laden. Now, once there, they say, oh, we have to go and do something about this, you know. Really? You know, 
really being the cops. There was some there was some other motive there, and it was most likely a distraction um, to keep that whole 9-11 fear thing going. Uh, but in any case, everyone should have been out there because you know, 20 years on, the bill, the total cost of that Afghan war, which has now effectively reverted back to where it was, is in the trillions. 2.65, I think, Forbes or Fortune, whoever it was, estimated 2.65 trillion or something. And by the time that is paid, paid off. That's, sorry, I have to laugh when I hear that term. Uh, government's paying off debt. They never do it. But um, by the time it's officially paid off by 2050, it'll be 7.5 trillion or something that's been calculated now. And I'll put some references to stuff in the uh, in the episode notes here. Now that comes on top of the hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars, uh, trillions of dollars actually. If you take the US uh, of money that has been printed digitally, you know, created through quantitative easing, um, in the name of convidianism, and you know, there's a response to this, this uh, pandemic, a pandemic of an illness uh, which can be both prevented and if before you get it, and if you do manage to get it, then can be cured with a drug that costs $2.49, yet hundreds of billions and trillions of dollars have been spent to keep open economies to some degree, although most of them are crashing and burning. That's too by design. Um, on top of, so that you know, trillions of dollars, on top of the trillions already spent and now proven to be wasted in Afghanistan. As I said, in the title, Afghanistan was a strategic war withdrawal, just not how you might think about it, okay? Uh, you might think, yeah, of course it was strategic, we had to get out of Afghanistan, or you might have a bit more of a, um, a sober approach to it. Either way, I'm going to give you something to think about, and you go away and think about I'm not going to tell you what to think. I'm going to present you some ideas and see if you think uh, similar. Let me just get back to my notes, though. Um, think about this. In exiting in exiting Afghanistan, what happened was it all this all this military hardware, high-end military hardware, including Black Hawk helicopters, you know, attack helicopters, were just left. And the Taliban now has control of that. They have tanks, transport helicopters, planes, attack helicopters, uh, a massive armory of weaponry. And you know, you know I, I know the argument, the argument, because I've been I've had it thrown at me. Yeah, but Paul, um, they had to get out in a hurry. They didn't have time to strategically move everything out in time. Well, that's just bullshit. Of course they did. And the whole thing just appeared to be a little bit sloppy, didn't it? I mean, the whole, oh, we had to get out and out, you know, and, and, and this urgency, this, this rushed exit is, again, by design, it's designed to give this impression of, oh, we, you know, we have, we have a reason we had to leave all this stuff behind. I'm saying to you that leaving it all behind, getting out, making it look sloppy, leaving it all behind was part of the strategy the entire time. Remember, of course, the Taliban back in the 80s, it was the 80s, yeah, when, they were, when the US were fighting, the, officially fighting the, the, the Soviets in Afghanistan, the Taliban were on the side of the Americans and the, you know, they were all their allies and the Americans were training them up in all sorts of military disciplines. So it's not like they're leaving this military hardware there to a bunch of goat herders who don't know what to do with it. They most certainly know what to do with it. And I'll guarantee you they've got people who are going to fly uh, uh, Black Hawk helicopters, right? 
and they got people who can maintain it and, and all the rest of it. And if not, they can probably find a manual somewhere on the internet. But then you say, okay, Paul, to what end? Um, well, the obvious answer is, and, and you know, uh, it, it wouldn't, it would, it, I wouldn't be surprised if the most unimaginative person in the world could imagine that to what end is to be able to go back in and have a war at a future date. That that's that's pretty obvious, and that on its own, um, it's just too simple. You know, sure we know that throughout history, since pretty much wars have been financed, the people who finance wars have financed both sides. You know, the whole World War Two thing, World War One, World War II. World War Two, by the way, with the whole genocide of the Jews, it was actually financed by Jews, not by those who were gen who, who, who are uh, you know burnt in the chambers by two very rich Jewish families financed both sides of that war. You don't need to believe me. Go and read history, you know? So the 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 concept that this is just, oh, obviously to start another war. Yeah, of course, obviously, but why? Why? Oh, because they want to continue to uh, um, uh, sell more military hardware. Well, Absolutely, and I'm sure BlackRock won't be uh, too upset about uh, them leaving, you know, hundreds of of Black Hawks and and all sorts of other military uh, uh, hardware behind. Because of course, Black Hawk, BlackRock owns Lockheed Martin, and Lockheed Martin uh, owns uh, Sikorsky or Sikorsky, and Sikorsky or Sikorsky is the manufacturer of the Black Hawk helicopters. Just one of them. I mean, Black BlackRock, the asset management company, the largest in the world, nine trillion dollar asset base, larger than uh, all but two. Their their asset base is larger than the GDP of all but two countries. Those being the US and China. As of twenty twenty one, they pretty much own the world. But we'll get into that in another series. It's not uh, beat up on BlackRock day to day. It'll be and that'll that'll come in another series. But um, so they, they won't mind too much that all this stuff's been left behind because it gives them an opportunity to you know, restock the Pentagon and restock the Allies. Australia, by the way, I think you put about $10 billion or more into this war uh, of your hard-earned money. It's not even your hard-earned money. It's your life, your livelihood that you've worked for and had to pay to these people who make decisions for the money you give them, and then they throw it down the gurgler. But again, I'll come back to, so, okay, for another war, but why? Well, it's really simple. There is another there's another big event coming. Okay, I'm just going to, again, I'll come back to my notes because there's, there's so much to cover here. And I'm, I'm going to wrap it up really quickly, though, and we'll, we'll, we'll get back into this in a sec, in, a, in other episodes. But there's another really big event coming. And they're going to need, um, they're going to need several distractions. And this next Afghani war or Afghanistan war will just be, you know, they're going to keep the lid on it. And at a suitable time, they'll let the powder keg erupt. I mean, the, the Taliban right now are acting, quite frankly, the, if you see the, the reports and everything that are coming out of, out of Afghanistan about what the Taliban are telling the community and how they're saying, you know, no looting and report looting to this and we want to, you know, they sound like they're a, a civilised Western country, quite frankly. Um, unfortunately, they have some really disgusting uh, rules and principles with regard to women. And I'm not I'm not for Taliban or Sharia law or anything like that. I'm just you know saying they're they're playing the game really really well right now. But the people behind what you know who runs the world, who owns the world, 
they're going to keep this Afghan war ready, primed. You're going to hear a lot about, you know, uh, conflicts and there'll be a lot of discussion, argument going on. It'll happen. That'll continue for probably the next few years just to keep us all distracted. And when it's needed, there will be another Afghan war. People will be sent in and it'll, it'll all explode probably again. Um, but that is before the big ace in the hole is pulled out. And the ace in the hole, again, is not this Afghan war. There's another big ace coming out, ace card about to be played, and it'll probably be played in the next five years or so. That is going to be the subject of a new episode somewhere down the track about eight episodes from now. We're just putting the, the final touches to it all. Nothing uh, uh, brand new for a lot of people, but for, for most people that will be. Um, and just think to yourself, what is it about Afghanistan withdrawal now, leaving all that stuff in place, creating the pretense for a new war down the track? And if the pretense is not simply to create another war, what is the war for? What do they need another distraction for? What is it they've got coming? And the simple answer, yes, is great reset. And that's part of it. And I'll leave you to answer this question yourself. And by all means, leave comments where you see this. I'll be more than happy to interact with those who, uh, who are able to think for themselves and ask critical questions. I'm not going to lay everything out for you. But um, just like I said, this is, this is a strategic move. This is a move to create an opportunity to bring about a massive change. It's just one of the chess pieces on the board, thinking several moves in advance. Several moves in advance. And even the next Afghanistan war, which will come about, is just one of the possibilities leading towards the final victory they want to have. For us, it's a question now of how do we put them in check and how do we checkmate them ourselves so that they don't get to execute their plans. Thanks very much for joining me. I uh, hope I've given you something to think about. I'd love to see your comments, read your comments and interact with you on this, wherever you're seeing this on BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey, or on the website. Uh, and again, if this is your first time here or you'll come back and you haven't yet subscribed, I'd be grateful for the support. Um, if you'd be like kind enough to subscribe and click the notification button so you hear when we're first uh, publishing the next episode. Have a great day and thank you again. All the best.